Welcome to episode 181 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. It's WrestleMania week, and I'll be previewing WrestleMania 34 with my former Battle of the Brands podcast co-host, Mr. Adam Gumbert. We're talking predictions, some of our thoughts on recent WWE storylines, what we think will happen on the Raw after WrestleMania, and so much more. It was really fun getting a catch-up with Adam about wrestling and just life in general. But first, let me tell you about our proud sponsor, Audible. This week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Derek, Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Experience. Sitting here with my special guest this week on the Derek Diamond Experience, a little bit of a uh, podcast reunion from our old Battle of the Brand show, Mr. Adam Gumbert. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing just fine. Good. Yeah, it's, it's been because um, I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago, you know, with WrestleMania coming up this weekend. You know, I thought, why not just get the old game back together? And, you know, because interesting stuff's been going on in just wrestling in general, you know, over the last few months. So um, what, what have been some things, you know, not just in WWE, but, you know, things that you've enjoyed? Because, you know, the thing that pops into my mind uh, right offhand was the. Uh, Jericho Kenny Omega match from uh, New Japan back in January, which feels like a lifetime ago already. It does feel like forever. Yeah, no, there's been a lot of good stuff. Like, of course, you know, WWE, it's like always building up to Mania. Like, that's the Royal Rumble is like where people start to get excited. But, like, Japan's been killing it. You know, all the indie stuff has been really good. NXT's been amazing. Like, 205 got really good once Triple H took over. Like, it's actually, like, really good now. So everything's it's looking up that's what i've heard you know i haven't had a chance to to watch 205 since triple h took over but everything i've been reading online says it's really good yep all the matches are are pretty amazing uh what about um because you know they had the big rights dispute over the the broken matt hardy gimmick and you know he finally got the rights to it and we've seen you know, Woken Matt instead of Broken Matt. I still prefer the Broken name, but I've, the Woken name has kind of grown on me too. What, what have what have been your thoughts on that whole run he's been on so far? I mean, I've I've liked it. It's it's pretty. It's 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 Broken Matt Hardy. Like it's the exact same character. He just calls him Woken. I don't know why, but like from day one when he actually got the rights to it back, when he was like talking to Napoleon, who was reincarnated into the in the in the goldfish. And I'm like, all right, they're letting him do what he wants to do because this doesn't make any sense to a lot of people. But the people who get it are, are into it. Do you wish they had saved the ultimate deletion for Mania? Um, I don't know. It, it was weird to just be on a random Raw out of nowhere. But I did enjoy watching it. I didn't like how they broke it up into like a bunch of three-minute segments. But once you like watch it all together, they put it out on YouTube as one video, and it's it's pretty good, so... Well, it's funny because, you know, Vince McMahon, I remember reading the story that he was apparently blown away with how positive it was received on social media. And even, like, Michael Cole, before it started, was actually apologizing for it, which, you know, a lot of people 
we're, we're not too thrilled with that. But, you know, it was very out there. You know, I, I remember watching the original uh, Final Deletion with Matt and Jeff Hardy on YouTube, and it, it's, it was similar. You know, it's very over the top, but, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really, it was really unique. It was something that you don't really see. It kind of takes it back to that over the top days of wrestling, but it was yeah, good. It's just yeah, it's just weird for the sake of being weird, and it's he goes so he goes like all out. So it's it's always good to enjoy. Though for sure, I wish he had a higher profile match, but you know him being in the the battle royal is better than nothing. Yeah, now I mean. I mean, we're going to get to it later, but the card is like, there's there's so many matches, there's like so many wrestlers just like on the main show, excluding the Battle Royals, like they, they're definitely going big this year. I think Vince says he's trying to do Wrestle Kingdom, like, which is the New Japan show. He's like, I'm trying to just do better than that. And it's like, all right, well, all these matches, I can see what you're doing. The whole show, kickoff included, is supposed to be seven hours long. Yeah. Which sounds about sounds about what Wrestle Kingdom is. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be a long show, but, you know, I get excited for it. It's it's always a good time. It's basically a full work day is watching WrestleMania, yeah. which is, is not bad. You know, I mean, I, I've, you know, slated the whole day to just that's WrestleMania day because it mm-hmm. only comes around once a year. And, you know, there, there's actually quite a few matches that I'm really looking forward to, but. We'll um, we'll go ahead and jump right into the card because there's a total of 13 matches, one plus one that could or could not happen, but we'll we'll get into that at the end. Um, the first match is the first ever WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal match. Which, to touch on this, there was a little bit of controversy because it was originally called the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal, but they changed it because there were a lot of reports going around that Mula was uh, less than innocent, we'll say, uh-huh. back, back in the day. So, and and then Snickers, who is their sponsor, I guess, wasn't happy about it. So, WWE changed the name. I mean, to me, you know, it it doesn't really affect me either way. I mean, I understand why they did it, but it's kind of whatever to me. Yeah, I feel like a weird choice in the first place, knowing that there could possibly be controversy about it, but you know, like I said, it's just a name. I don't, I'm just more, I'm happy that, that all the women who have been doing so well, like the past couple of years can all just be on the show and do something. Absolutely. So the participants are the ones that are confirmed so far are Sasha Banks, Natalia, Lana, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Bailey, Mickey James, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, and Carmella. Now, it's probably going to happen that there will be a few women from NXT and some of the legends who return, like, say, in the, the Women's Royal Rumble, like, you know, Michelle McCool, I could see her being there. Trish or Lita might be there. I, I think it'll be a nice, a nice mix of both. Mm-hmm. For sure. But uh, who do you think is going to win? I mean, I feel like it's. I th- I think that Becky's gonna win. I don't know why, but I feel like they should give it to Becky because Becky's kind of get pushed to the back, even though like she's a fan favorite and like one of the better women wrestlers that they have. But she's not in the title picture at the moment because Charlotte's there, so it's like give her something, I suppose. 
the thing I'm more interested in is them taking the the Sasha and Bailey like not being best friends anymore and playing that out in that match. Because if you remember about three years ago when Miz and uh, Damian Sandow, whenever they finally like he had enough and they finally broke up, it was in the Battle Royal, so they could tell a little bit of a story in that match if they wanted to. So I want to see if they maybe hint at that or if it's the start of maybe a different rivalry that goes a little farther between uh, Bailey and Sasha. It was crazy how over Sandow was at that time. So much. Like, I don't even... It's It was so silly, but it worked. So. Yeah. Um, of these that are confirmed, I mean, Becky Lynch is a good choice. I would kind of like to see Ruby Riot win it because I actually, of the two squads that are on Raw and SmackDown, I actually prefer the Riot squad over Absolution. But mm-hmm. I, I, I like yeah, no, Riot more as far as like an in-ring competitor. So I, I, I'm going to pick her to win just because I would like her to win. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not uh, against that. I like Ruby. Next up, we have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Confirmed participants are Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, Mojo Rawley, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Ty Dillinger, Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, Woken Matt Hardy, Goldust, Heath Slater, Rhino, Zack Ryder, and Primo Cologne. Yes, just one of them. That's the ones that are announced so far. Yeah, again. Which, to be honest, that might be everyone who just doesn't have a match, so I'm thinking about it because everyone else is in like a bunch of triple threat matches, so. Yeah, and they'll bring, you know, kind of like the Women's Battle Royal, they'll bring a couple of people up from NXT and maybe have, like, a surprise return or two. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to say Matt Hardy, just because I don't, cause it, I, I want Matt Hardy to win something. But I, I'm kind of surprised, and I don't know if this will play into another match later on, but where is Elias at? Well, I've got two ideas with him. One involves a certain tag team match. Mm, That's what I'm thinking. Or I've also heard that he will do an in-ring segment and be interrupted by The Rock. See, that would be cool, too. I could deal with that. So, But if not, I would like him... If he wasn't doing any of those things, I'm like, put him in this match and let him win that, because Elias is so... He's so over. Like, it's ridiculous. What's and I know you love him. <laughs> I do, because I, I pretty much post on the Nerd Cave Facebook page every week who wants to walk with Elias. <laughs> Does that little smirk after it. It's so and I love how that, that gimmick like never worked in NXT and then but Triple H is like the minute he goes main roster, this is going to work every single day, and it does. Well, and I was just gonna say that because I remember a little bit of seeing him in NXT and I I thought it was you know, I thought that thing was dead in the water, but as soon as he started doing the, the concert-type segments, I was like, this, this is working. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, to me, is the highlight uh, of Raw. Yeah, I've, like I said, he's, I loved how he's been in, like, Elimination Chamber. Like, they've been, you know, they've been giving him a little bit of a push. And it's like, it's so random to, to, exactly to see where he came from. I like, can... he didn't really do anything in it. They didn't win anything. He was just, you know, a guy there. Yeah, he was the drifter. Yeah. I think he'll be one of those guys that gets a big push right after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not at WrestleMania in that tag match, then yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Or even if he did something with The Rock, that would put him over big. 
Yeah. So uh, who are you taking for the Battle Royal? Battle Royal? I'll just say Matt Hardy. I honestly have no idea. Like, they like to do have random people. Like, I remember, like, when Cesaro won. I was like, I love Cesaro, but, like, that didn't do anything. So, and then, like, Mojo winning last year. So who, I have no idea. I'm just going to say Matt Hardy just because I like Matt Hardy. Or maybe Jeff shows up and wins it. Who knows? Or Samoa Joe. No, I think those are after Raw. Or those are the next Raw things. But I'll just say Matt for the moment. I will agree with you. Just because I'd like to see him win over everybody else. Next up, we have the Cruiserweight Championship Tournament Finals. uh, Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Now, like I said earlier, I haven't watched much of 205 Live, so I don't know what's really going on storyline-wise, but I know a lot of people online think this match is going to be really good. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that'll be, like, maybe top... I mean, there's so many good matches. I'm going to say, like, top five for sure of the, of the whole show. Like, you'll watch it and be like, oh, wow, that was way better than I expected. But who do you think is going to win? Uh, I'm... I kind of want Mustafa to win. Like, I feel like those guys, yeah, they, they've been putting in so much work, you know. You know, no one, like, really seems to care, but they do so good, and they just, they feel like the guys from the indies who just, like, go all out and, like, cause there was a guy in the indies the other day that, like, almost snapped his own neck doing a move off the apron. I'm like, that's what these cruiserweight guys are doing constantly. So, uh, you know, I feel like they they should be rewarded, and I, I like Mustafa personally. Yeah, I mean, I like both of them. But I'd like to see Ali win it a little bit more. So, I'm you know what I'm really play. missing? Where's ne- Where's my boy Neville? You know Neville's my guy. Where in the I, world I, I is Neville? I know you love at? you some Neville. I just, I just don't understand. Like I don't I don't. He's not been released, so I don't know what's going on. But well, didn't he have some type of big contract dispute and walked out? Yeah, he walked out, but then he's not. He wasn't released. He just hasn't been working. Like I have no idea. I don't know, maybe have him show up on the 205 Live after Mania to challenge whoever the winner of this tournament is. Yeah, he could. Actually, I had, uh, there's another guy that I think could show up on 205, but we'll talk about that on the Raw after part. Cool. All right, next up we have for the Raw Women's Championship, which is a storyline that I've actually kind of enjoyed because I, I feel like it's something that, you know, would happen in real life. Um, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Yeah, so they they started building it up pretty good. Like the whole time, like they've had like a troubled relationship, and she's like, but lately they're just like Alexa looks like a terrible human being. She's like constantly making fun of her and calling her fat and ugly and stuff. And it's like, man, like they, I could see like it. it the, the rivalry makes sense, mm-hmm. and I felt like they've always won. Now this one, I'm confused on, or not confused, but I'm conflicted on. It's like. I would say Nia Jax just because she's big, she's dominant, whatever. They can do they can do that whole angle with her. But they love Alexa Bliss. Like she has been champion since after WrestleMania of last year. Mm-hmm. And you don't really think about it, but like she just doesn't lose it. So I have really don't have an idea on this one, but I feel like you don't put Nia in that position if maybe you don't want to give it to her. But then maybe it's just another obstacle for Alexa to overcome. Yeah, with this whole storyline, I was just surprised that WWE, who's become very politically correct in my opinion, actually like went to that level with the storyline. So, I, and that's one reason why I think I've been enjoying it so much. 
just for the sake of not all the champions losing their cha- their titles, I'm actually going to pick somehow Alexa Bliss will find a way to win. Yeah, I can see that. I now, I mean, we'll get to it in a little bit, but I am glad that Asuka winning the Women's Royal Rumble did not pick Alexa Bliss. I think yes. the match that she chose is so it's a such a it's such a better match than I'm more interested in. So I'm glad to have Nia get her chance because I do not want Asuka and Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania. Yeah, I totally agree. Next up, we have for the Raw Tag Team Titles: Sheamus and Cesaro versus Braun Strowman and a partner of his choosing, which we will find out at the show itself. So I ask you, who do you think his partner is going to be? And who do you think will win? Yeah, I think it's so crazy. Like, I, I feel like I was, I was going to be like, I swear on the Raw right before they're going to tell us. But no, they're like, we're just going to wait till day of and you're going to find out. So I have, it could literally be anybody. There's people that I think that will show up on Monday after WrestleMania, but maybe they could be his partner. So like there was a thing with Kurt Hawkins, which was hilarious. And I absolutely love that. I mean, you could be Kurt. You could have Elias could show up and do it. You could have a guy like Samoa Joe return and be his partner. Like, there's a lot of possibilities. I, I kind of wish I had any idea what they were going to do. But either way, I'm saying the bar is going to retain. I do agree that I think somehow the bar will retain. As far as who Braun's partner is, it would be an interesting pairing if it were Elias and say they were to win. And then Braun just beats the shit out of him afterwards. Yeah, that would be so good. And he just takes both the titles and walks off with them. Like that would be. I wanted him to it to be a two on one handicap match, and he wins. And then tag teams will try to beat you know beat him for the titles. Like he's basically a one man tag team because it's believable that he can fight two guys at once. Yeah. So why why not do that? Why not do that for a solid you know three to four months or possibly longer? And then either at SummerSlam or right before it, you have somebody or you have a team beat him, and then he goes on to do something else. Yeah. Like I said, that's why I like a dude, like, if he had, because for some reason the rule is he has to get a partner. If he gets a guy like Kurt Hawkins, who has never won, mm-hmm. and then Kurt's just sitting on the sideline and just doesn't lose for him, and then he wins the titles for them, like, that could be interesting. That would be pretty interesting, yeah. I remember rumors that it might be Rey Mysterio. But mm-hmm. I know he he tore his bicep recently, so he was he was ruled out. Which that that would be a, an interesting pairing, but I really don't know because I I the more I think about it, the more I think that Elias is going to have that in ring segment with The Rock because he keeps teasing that he's going to put on the performance of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to do some type of concert segment, and The Rock's going to come out, and they'll have like a sing off or something. Like I I think that would be actually really funny. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I'd take that over him wrestling. That would be fun. It'd be cool if Braun picked someone like a like a Big Show or a Mark Henry and give them like one last big WrestleMania yeah. moment. Yeah, I would have said Mark Henry if Mark Henry hadn't retired because like that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, so I, I really have I really have no idea. Yeah, but either way, I think the the bar is going to retain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next up, we have a Fatal Four Way match. For the U.S. title, we have Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Rusev. Which, you know, as I'm sure you know, WrestleMania happens to fall on Rusev Day. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no way that Rusev doesn't win on Rusev Day of all days. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 
it's not possible for him to lose that match. Now, see, that match got really interesting really fast because it was just going to be the one-on-one rematch. I'm like, all right, Randy's. As much as I like Randy, I don't like Randy being a champion. So I was like, all right, Bobby Roode rematch. That'll be cool. I'm like, all right, Ginger's going to put himself in it. Then I was like, they had that tag match. I'm like, I just, I was like, Rusev's about to pin Randy. Rusev's getting in the match. We're going to get the best match at WrestleMania. I mean, Rusev's got to win. I mean, he's one of the most over guys on either show, which is probably the reason why he won't win. But he should win. So yeah, are, are I'm you... with I. I want him to win. <laughs> I really do. Um, but I yeah, I feel like they put him in there for that reason. Like I, maybe not. Maybe they're just messing with us. But I'm like I feel like they put him in like two weeks before because they realize what they have with Rusev and they just need to do it. I mean, the Rusev Day T-shirts were on back order when they first came out. I mean that that alone should tell you how popular this whole thing is. Man, he had. Did you see the video of him going to the printing presses and like pressing the Rusev Day shirts? They hurry up, we got to get these out of here. No, it was I so didn't. good. Uh, yeah, he goes to the to the printing area and starts pressing the shirts faster because they're not getting Rusev Day shirts done quick enough. Oh, that's amazing. That was really good. Now, see, but I would have originally said Bobby Roode, but I, I just I can't I can't go against Rusev. I do like to see Jinder Mahal on WrestleMania though, even though I know. Looking back at it, I don't. I like Gender because he's an actual heel who gets a real reaction from people. Don't want to see him as champion, but I actually like Gender. Yeah, I didn't mind his championship run in the beginning, but I felt like it went a little too long. Yeah, they could have cut that like two two months short. When he just like beats Shinsuke like over and over, it's like okay, like calm down. Yeah. So you're going with Rusev? Uh, yeah. I just yeah. Part of me, like I was actually considering picking Gender Mahal. I mean, if you want to, do you can't hinder the gender. Like you got to do what your heart tells you to do, and I know you love him, so like you know. I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll I'll go with Mahal. Okay, interesting. So you don't really want to see Randy stay as champion? Again, I like no. Randy. I just don't. He's like he's like with Dean. Like I love Dean Ambrose. He's fun to watch when he's like. But the minute he's a champion, he just becomes immediately boring. Yeah. I, I was not a fan of Dean Ambrose's WWE champion at all. Mm-mm, me either. Next up, we have what I think has the chance to be the best match of the entire show. For the Intercontinental title, The Miz, Seth Rollins, and Finn Balor. That's a good one. Like that was, Those three names, yeah, I'm with you. That could be the best match of the entire show. Um, I think this is Finn's first WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is, you know, Seth, because he got hurt those years, and he had Triple H last year. So, yeah, Seth is good to you. Like, they're all so good, and Seth has, you know, he got the curb stomp back. You know, all these, guys, all these guys get such a big reaction, and everyone understands how good all these guys are. I'm with you. Like, this has to be one of the better matches of the night. Like, there's no way it can't be. I think it's going to be top three. I don't know if it will be the best, mm-hmm. but I think when this show is over it'll be top three match of the night because yeah. Seth Rollins has been killing it the last couple of months. Finn's always great. Miz is, you know, one of, if not the best all around performer in WWE right now. Mm-hmm. That being said, I do think Miz is losing the belt. 
You do. I th- I think that he's going to get that the record for the longest reigning, you know, like consecutive days or whatever. I would like to see him do it, but for some reason, I've got this feeling that they're going to put it on Balor. Mm-hmm. Now, I would have agreed with you, but he's not even he's not doing the demon persona because if he does a demon persona, he's winning. But he's not doing it, so I'm like, mm, it could be interesting. You know, like, I, I could see Balor. Yeah, I could see him like hitting the his finisher, you know, the coup de gras on Seth, getting ready to pin him, and Miz just does some nonsense and then takes the pin from him and wins it. Yeah, I could see that. Because what Miz mm-hmm. has to, he has like thirty something more days until he breaks the record. Yeah, it's like less than a month. So, okay. I, well, I feel like they're gonna give. I feel like when you get, when you get this close and they start mentioning how close it is, you know, maybe not, but I feel like that's what they're gonna do. Definitely possible. So you're you're going mm-hmm. with Miz? Yeah, I'm going with Miz. And I will go with Finn Balor. <laughs> Next up, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Our boys, the Usos, versus the yes. New Day, versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, and that's, this is another one that could probably be in that top three because all of these teams... Well, again, I've always said how much I love Luke Harper. And... They're giving them the monster tag team thing, even though now they're actually wrestling. Because when they first debuted, it was just beat everybody in like three moves, and that was it. I'm like, okay, I get it. This is boring. After you know, like two months of it straight, I think SmackDown has actually had a pacing problem, like for like the past six months. Everything's just the same story, drawn out week after week after week. But they finally actually had real matches. You know, I just like seeing Luke Harper doing good stuff. Like I said, the Usos are probably the best tag teams in the world right now, like they're my personal favorite. You know, some people were like young bugs. Some people are, they're my personal favorite and the new day. I always put on a good show. So like I said, this, this match has the potential to be really, really good. The whole monster tag team with Harper and Rowan is long, long overdue. Yeah. Those guys disappeared for months. Yeah. Yeah. This one, as much as I would love to see the Usos keep the titles, I think they're going to give it to the Bludgeon Brothers. Mm-hmm. Just put put the belts on them and have them just tear through the entire division. And then maybe around SummerSlam or sometime after, you bring up the Authors of Pain. Yeah. And you just have like monsters versus monsters tag team match. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. That's, I, that's where I'm conflicted because I do feel like the way... That they're building them and pushing them, it's like it would make sense for the Blood Brothers to win. But I feel like the Usos are going to retain. I mean, I won't complain if that happens. No, I mean, I'm not really mad if anybody's champion, to be honest with you. I would like, there's different reasons I would like every single group to have it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Blood Brothers probably, but I'm just going to say the Usos. I just, I feel like I said, like they, they've talked about in their own promos, like we've been doing this for like eight plus years. We've never even had a ma- our own match at WrestleMania. Well, their promo they did a few weeks ago, it, it might have been right before Fastlane when, because everybody knows the New Day and their fun, you know, uh, comedic act, but they actually turned like really serious and Big E had a hell of a promo that night. Yeah, that was great when he was just like, got really super serious about it, so... Yeah, they they're they're uh, they do they all do such good work. Like I wouldn't be mad about anybody, but yeah, I want to do so. Next up, we have a match we briefly touched on earlier: 
Uh, this is another one that I think could be, you know, in that potential top three to top five category, Charlotte versus Asuka. Yeah, I, I believe that they are the only two that really haven't wrestled before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've, I, never, they've never wrestled before. They never wrestled in NXT. Or in NXT or anything. Yeah, so yeah, not at all. And, I mean, we all know Charlotte is like one of the top women in the world. Asuka's up there with her, too. And just the whole streak versus, you know, Charlotte trying to keep her legacy and everything. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that Asuka won the Rumble and picked Charlotte because, again, this is the more interesting women's match. Um, what, what are you thinking on this one? So I'll tell you what I would like to happen, and I could tell you what I think will happen. I think that Charlotte should break the streak. Hmm. Because it would give Asuka a more interesting storyline that she has to go through, like, say she moves officially over to SmackDown and has to go through the entire women's roster to get another shot at the one woman who's ever beaten her before. Hmm. But that being said, I do think that Asuka's going to win the title. I don't think she's going to... I don't think she. I don't think her streak's going to be broken quite yet. Even though they are in the arena where streaks have been broken. Yeah. So I, I can I, see I'm picking, it. I'm picking Oscar. You're picking Oscar. Yeah, so I can see again the streak. I, I don't know if you ended already, but my thing is I don't know if she's going to leave Raw. I feel like they want to keep Oscar on Raw, but you also don't want her to break the streak. So this is. I know they. I don't know how they would do it. I don't want them to just copy what Seth did, but I think Carmelo cashes in in this match. They could very well do something like that because, you know, I mean, she could, but she also, I think she has until June to cash yes. it in. So mm-hmm. it could very well be a Seth Rollins type thing where, you know, both women are laid out. Carmella comes in, cashes in, pins Charlotte. But then mm-hmm. w- would they. Would they say that the streak has been broken, though? Because it would technically become a triple threat. And technically, it would be a loss. But the, what they did with Rusev, where when Rusev was in the Survivor Series match, and he got counted out. So technically, he lost, but they're like, they continue to say he's never been pinned or submitted. Yeah. So they could go that route with it. Because I don't know when Carmella's supposed to cash in. When, you can tell because it's going to be... Probably soon because they're starting to tease it because she was off TV for a long time, but now she keeps coming out and like not cashing in. So I feel like it's getting close to that time. Like if, if she goes to the Battle Royal and she just gets decimated and destroyed, she's cashing in that night because that's what happens. They they tease it. They don't necessarily get the chance to do it. They get destroyed and then they cash in. That very well could happen. So is your prediction yeah. Carmella cashes in and wins? Yeah, I'm gonna say that. I think I like it's. It. I I feel like. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like a triple threat thing. Like I don't think Charlotte's gonna. No one's gonna beat anybody, and then she's gonna cash in. So then Oscar can go back to Raw, still not being pinned or submitted, and then Charlotte can stay on SmackDown, and you know everyone stays where they're at, even though there's supposed to be a shakeup the day after WrestleMania. So maybe I'm completely wrong, but I feel like they've been teasing that briefcase for a reason. Before we continue this awesome discussion about WrestleMania 34, I have to remind you that for you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. 
And they have a ton of books to choose from, from fiction, nonfiction, sci-fi, romance, fantasy, gaming, wrestling, any genre you can think of, Audible has. And if you're always on the go like I am, Audible is a great service to have to be able to continue to read without having to sit down and read a physical copy. And to do that, just go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. Next up, we have a tag match from SmackDown, which is a match that everyone's looking forward to because of Daniel Bryan. You know, finally getting cleared to wrestle in the WWE. Mm -hmm. Daniel Bryan teams up with Shane McMahon to take on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. See, this is a match that I'm very excited for. I'd love to see Daniel Bryan back. Uh, It took him seven months to lead to this point, and I knew the minute that you know, him and Shane, that Daniel and Shane were going back and forth about Kevin and Sammy teaming. I'm like, this is just going to be a WrestleMania match. I don't know why you're doing it seven months in advance, because now this is just the same story every day. But this is a match that I'm I'm, uh, I'm just glad to see Daniel Bryan back, man, to be honest with you. I can't wait to see the reaction he gets when he comes out in his gear. Yeah, it's going to be huge. I mean, it's going to be it's probably one of the bigger pops at the show. Well, Daniel Bryan's was... finally back. I was watching highlights from WrestleMania 30 when he won the title, and mm-hmm. that place was going insane. Yeah, so I, that was the first WrestleMania I'd, I'd watched after coming back from years of not watching it, and I was hyped. Yeah, it, it was a really awesome moment, and I think you know this is it's going to be another moment that's really up there. Uh, well, and the stipulation is that you know, well, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and storyline have been fired, so if they win they get reinstated. If they lose, they remain fired. Yeah, fired from SmackDown. Yeah. was the exact wording. So this is where I feel like you give it to Daniel Bryan. He's coming back, finally. This is his big moment. And then it gets Shane gets revenge for, you know, Vince getting beat down by Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, are they just going to switch Kevin Owens, same as Zayn, right back to Raw? Which would make sense in storyline, and it's how that would work. But it's like they've only been they got they both got swapped a year ago, and they're gonna swap them right back. So, I I kind of feel like maybe some nonsense happens and they win, but I don't feel like you can take that win away from Daniel and Shane. So, but I don't. I feel like they're also gonna stay on SmackDown somehow. Yeah, they could always do some type of stipulation where, you know, like maybe they get one more shot. And then no. they end up winning. I mean, they they, <laughs> they 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 do this sometimes where they'll they'll add in some type of stipulation. It happens, and then it changes like a week later. I, my favorite example is when Shane came back, and he was Vince is like, "You can have control of, of one of the shows if you can beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania." He loses the Undertaker. The next day, he's like, "Go ahead, have fun." It's like, what was the point of having the stipulation of beating the Undertaker? Just to be like, go ahead and do what you were going to do anyways. He's like, hey, you want to run Raw? Sure. Okay, here you go. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, I mean, I guess we just wanted to see Shane versus Undertaker. That's the only reason that happened. I am going to go with Daniel Bryan and Shane because I I just feel like you can't take the win away from Daniel Bryan in his first match back in two years. Yeah, no, I'm with you. There's, they can't take it away from him. Now, here's an interesting thing. Whenever Shane got hurt, or when Shane went to surgery, like for real life, like actually got head surgery, and we weren't sure if he was going to be ready or not. My friend gave me an idea of a person who could come back and help him and tell me if you would have liked this more or not. 
Chris Jericho and Daniel Bryan. I was actually just about to say that because <laughs> it would make total sense storyline wise too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jericho whole... left with Kevin Owens. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know how much I love me some Chris Jericho. I I almost wish that would have happened more. I mean, I, I get the Shane. It makes more sense storyline, but man, I would love to see Chris Jericho and Daniel Bryan team up. Yeah, if if Shane had been ruled out and Daniel Bryan's like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna unveil my new partner at Mania, I would have been like, it's 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 gotta be Jericho. Yeah, that would have been. Oh my god, that would have been so good. That would have it put ah. Kevin Owens on the list for the last time. You just freak out about it. I'm not gonna lie, like kind of going back to the Raw 25th anniversary show. For the most part, I actually wasn't a huge fan of it. I felt like there was mm. a lot of fluff and a lot of people were on there just. You know, they brought out like half the guests just on the stage just to wave, yeah, and not really do anything. But the two highlights: one was the beginning with, you know, Austin and McMahon, which was mm-hmm. always amazing to see. But the Jericho Elias segment was really, really good, and I really yeah, liked I would... both of them. So, and you know, like uh, Jericho first teasing that he was going to put Elias on the list, and he starts laughing. He's like, "I'm just kidding. You just made the list," and then writes his name on it. <laughs> I know that was. I was like, I'm so glad that Jericho showed up for this because, like, that's my guy. And then, of course, he had the Alpha Club shirt on while he was writing on the list. I, I've I've got my own Alpha Club shirt as well. Such a good shirt. Oh, did did I tell you about um, when I went to Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago? Um, I went to a wrestling show out there and met Rob Van Dam. Yeah, I did see the picture of that. You said he's he's a pretty cool guy. I've always heard like he's like he's pretty chill. Pretty much how he is on TV is how he is in real life. I get he had, down with that. He had an, uh, an RVD 420 shirt that I almost bought, but I was like, <laughs> I don't know really too many places I could wear that. But e- either way, he was really cool. He wrestled in the main event of the show, and you know he's he still got it. Yeah, no, he's good. I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, I was hoping maybe he would come back for a small WWE run, but want we'll to see who was the main event of that show, by the way. Uh, it was Rob Van Dam, and what was the other guy's name? I'll look it up real quick. Is it Johnny Mundo? No, he was at the the last show, like the one, because they do shows out there. It's, it's a place called, uh, or a company called PCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Mundo wrestled on the show before that. They do shows every other month out in Wilmington, which is pretty much like a subdivision of Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think the show was called Tough Luck. Penta El Zorro M. Penta El Zorro M. Hmm. I'm not sure after that guy. I almost thought you were going to say Pentagon Jr. and I definitely would have just like thrown myself off the bed, but okay. Oh, um, I don't know if you heard, but uh, the tag team War Beast, who recently debuted in NXT, they... Um, they're like really popular on the indie circuit. They were there, <clears> and that was one of their last uh, indie matches. Oh yeah, those guys are good. Yeah, those they, big they, bearded hairy men. <laughs> uh, they they are they are quite large in person. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, but they they were they were all really good, mm. and they were managed by uh, Kevin Sullivan. Oh, nice. Which was pretty cool. Uh, moving on to the. Mix. I, I'm, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Ronda Rousey's making her in-ring debut at WrestleMania. I know they've they've briefly touched on it like once or twice. I didn't realize that Ronda was was with WWE. 
I know. It's just, it was almost kind of an afterthought, you know, like on the ESPN bottom line. They're just like, oh, yeah, and Ronda Rousey, you know, former, former UFC champion is going to be in the WWE. But no, th- this is... <laughs> This has been the most hyped match of the entire show to me, and it, I don't mm-hmm. think it's even close. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was watching SmackDown yesterday, and they cut to the, the screen and screen to show the promo of Ronda Rousey. I'm like, why? Like, the show's still going on. Why are you giving me a promo from the other show? Like, I was like, they're going all in on this. But yeah, mixed match challenge Ronda and Kurt versus Triple H and Stephanie. It'll be good to see Kurt Angle back in the ring at WrestleMania, too. Kurt Angle was one of my favorites, you know, back when he was in his prime with the Attitude Era. And, you know, he was doing all the comedic stuff at first, but then moved on to, you know, his wrestling machine gimmick. But I, I, I've always enjoyed Kurt Angle. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see him back at Mania. Yeah, I like all these. Like, the minute that Triple H hit him with the pedigree at Survivor Series, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's going to be a thing. And I'm so happy. I'm with you. I'll, I'll watch Kurt Angle come back and do a couple matches a year for like the rest of my life. I'll sum this up. There's no way that Ronda Rousey's going to lose her first match. There is absolutely no way. Yeah, she's making Stephanie tap out for sure. I will say Ronda has not been the greatest on the microphone. But you, you <clears> can <throat> tell she's she's new, but I did like her comment on Raw where she was like, you know, what What hand do you write with? Because I want to be sure that you can still uh, write my checks after I bring yeah. another one. That, I thought that was actually a really good line. Yeah, that's pretty good. I know, that'll be, I, I'm really just interested to see how she does in ring because, I mean, she's been training for a while. Like, there's videos of her training to wrestle, like, from, like, a year or two ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to see what she's like in ring. Like, I don't want to, you know... You don't really want to like judge her and expect her to be, you know, like on a Charlotte level, but I just want to hope that she's not awful. Yeah, I see there being a little bit of. Um, I don't. I don't want to say it's going to be a cluster, but I think some some novelty things will happen. Like I could see Ronda and Stephanie fighting the ring for a couple of minutes, and then they'll tag out. Angle and Triple H will fight for a while. Like I, <laughs> I see Ronda only having a few actual spots like she's not going to be in the ring for like half an hour no no yeah she's she's probably going to be like it's like a like a 25 75 split between her and kurt if it had my guess yeah all right our two main events our two title matches we've got for the wwe title aj styles versus shinsuke nakamura which i'll say real quick i thought it was pretty hilarious that new japan's free match of the week was AJ Styles and Nakamura from from New Japan? <laughs> Such a good match. Now this this is my uh, my it's going to be the best match of the of the evening. I think so. Yeah. I mean, they've just been building it up as a dream match. I mean, it honestly doesn't even really need a storyline. It's just you nope. got one great wrestler and another great wrestler fighting for you know the biggest championship in the company. And if you've gone back and watched the New Japan match, like it, that's good. Yeah, I, I'm going to go back and watch it this week, um, probably on Saturday or something before WrestleMania. But who do you think is going to win? That's my thing. I, I, I kind of think they're going to give it to Shinsuke. Not really sure why, but I feel like you've like he's been getting built up for a, a long time. Like he came in, it was a big deal. 
Well, he came in NXT and dominated. It was a big deal. Then he came to SmackDown. They made a big deal out of that. And I don't. I feel like they're gonna finally do something with him. Like he's just kind of been there. It's like I'm a top guy, but I'm just kind of do, just here doing my thing. And like AJ doesn't need the title, but I love him with it. So I feel like it's gonna be like a good, like a 40 minute, like just amazing match. And then Shinsuke is gonna get him at the end. This one's really tough because part of me still wants AJ to keep it because he's so good, and I I like him as the champion a lot. But I agree with you in the sense that they've been building up Nakamura so much that I feel like he needs to win it. Plus, I, I think there's a decent chance that AJ goes to Raw. Yeah, that's true. I don't, Thank you. I don't want that to happen, but yeah, I think there's a very good chance that it will. So I wouldn't have, but I don't know. Raw's actually kind of been better than SmackDown for a while at this point. True. That is very true. I hate to say, because back when we were doing the, the podcast, that was never a thing. That was, I think it was rarely ever said, but it's been true for a while. Well, yeah, when the, the brand split first happened, it was SmackDown was head and shoulders above Raw, because Raw felt like, you know, the late 2000s trash that was the WWE, and SmackDown felt like that nice balance of, you know, good, solid wrestling every week and, you know, fun segments. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that that hasn't really been the case. I mean, I, I still watch SmackDown and I still enjoy it, but over the last several months, Raw has been better. Yeah. Next up, we have the Universal title match. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, the match that everyone is looking forward to seeing. <laughs> I, we literally said it last year at WrestleMania. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's rumors this is going to be that match, and it's it's, it's been a year. We about that. Yep, and it's like this is the exact match that they were going to do last year, and then they stuck to it. Here's a question. Could you see a similar reaction for this, similar to the Brock Goldberg matchup from Mania 20, where everyone's just booing them? Because it's rumored now that Brock is done after Mm -hmm. Sunday, and we, we all know how much people love Roman. Yeah. Um. I would have had worries about it, but then watching Raw this week, and then the way that when Brock gets hit with those Superman punches, the way that he's selling it, like I feel like he knows he's done, right? But I don't feel like he's going to do like he did at 20. I feel like he's going to actually... I think it's going to be a short match. I think it's going to beat him like seven minutes. But I think that Brock's actually going to try and actually like give a shit for once and then just just lose a Roman. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a long match at all. I, don't, I think it's going to be not like the Goldberg Lesnar, which was longer than any Goldberg matches he's ever done before, but I don't think it's going to go over like 10 minutes. Like it's going to be like almost a squash. That's actually kind of shocking. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I mean, because at this point, no, who likes Brock? Like we, I, I don't dislike Brock. I just just go to UFC and do what you want to do. Like there's no point for you to show up six times a year and just like hold that title hostage. Yeah. And I will say after the last few months of really like paying attention to Roman's matches, he's not that bad. Roman's never been bad. Like there's a reason that Vince likes him so much. Like people don't like that. He was forced on him, but he's not bad. Like he's gotten much better on the mic. He's a solid wrestler. Like he get he go out there with anybody and put on a good match for 25 minutes, 30 minutes, no problem at all. Like he's not bad. So I don't want him to stay champion forever. Because I like the thing to switch it up, but he's not bad. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be mad when he wins it. No, I'm I think not people have sort of 
turned to liking Roman a little more. Like he used to be nothing but deafening booze, and now it's more like a fifty-fifty, like the Cena is. So, and Roman may not be my favorite, but I would rather someone have the title who's going to be on TV every week, other than you know, rather than Brock, who's going to show up, you know, a couple of times a year. Mm-hmm. I think that Braun beating on Roman all year like helped people like both of them more. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Because if I remember right, Brock won the title at Mania last year and didn't mm-hmm. defend it until July. Yeah, he didn't show up until, I think it was like Great Balls of Fire or whatever. Yeah, yeah, when he fought Joe. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess we're both going with Roman. Like to me, there's no yeah. way Brock's winning. No, no, absolutely not. I, I knew this a year ago that this is going to be this match, and I was like, and he's going to finally beat him too, so... So, last thing for Mania, what happens with John Cena and The Undertaker? What, what's your prediction of what's going to happen? Uh, you're going to get American Badass Undertaker. You get Mark Calloway coming out on a motorcycle to come down there and beat John Cena's ass for talking shit about him. I will say when it, it makes too much sense for him not to be the American Badass again, for one, to me, thinking back from last year when he left his hat and his trench coat in the ring to me that was that was the the undertaker as we know him being dead like being retired mm-hmm. and yeah i know he came out in a different like supernatural outfit for raw 25 but the fact that cena's been calling him out every week and there's been no supernatural stuff at all plus kid rocks going into the hall of fame oh I know. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I know. I I wanted to take a cold shower, fully clothed, when when I heard that. I I had a feeling it was going to happen, but when I saw the Instagram post, I was like, "Fuck!" Um, that's why they put in Mark Henry afterwards to make up for it because that was just awful. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, that just makes Kid Rock's going to be there. So like, Kid Rock will do a concert, and hell, he'll probably play American Badass when the Undertaker comes out on his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. I could see because I, I read about this too, and I, I'm curious about your thoughts on it. What if Cena is in the crowd, you know, as a fan for the most part, and maybe this happens like before the last match. Undertaker finally comes out. They don't have a match, but they just, you know, beat the hell out of each other. And then the next night on Raw, they do something similar to Undertaker Cena, what they did with Cena and Rock, where they announce that, Cena versus Undertaker will headline Mania 35 in New York City, and it will be billed as the Undertaker's retirement match. I could see that because from what the rumors and stuff that I've heard is like, because he looked like as we everyone knew, like he didn't look great for like the past couple of WrestleManias that he was at. But apparently, he got a surgery, and they said he's like in great shape, like great better shape than he's been in a long time. So I feel like. You set that up for the next year, and then he actually shows up throughout the year. And Undertaker, as you know, American Badass, actually shows up and does stuff on the regular instead of just showing up once a year. That would be that would be what I would like to see. I don't even be a full time, but for him to show up like every three months on a pay per view or something like that, that would be cool. Yeah, do like your SummerSlam, your Survivor Series, and one or two of the one off, you know, pay per views like n- n- the non Big Four shows. Yeah. But the more I think about it, the more I think that they're not going to have an actual match. Because to me, it would just be weird that Undertaker just shows up 
throw Cena in the ring and a referee runs out and they have a match. Yeah, that could just be a, yeah, it just be a setup for next year. And it could, now I don't think this is how it's going to happen, it could be The Undertaker retiring Cena, if you think about it, because I feel like he's getting close to the end, too. Yeah. I was listening to uh, another wrestling podcast earlier today, and someone had noticed this weird trend that's happened with WrestleManias. If you think about it, several years ago, Shawn Michaels retired Ric Flair at WrestleMania. Then Undertaker retired Shawn Michaels. So then could Cena retire The Undertaker? And then maybe three or four years down the road, someone else retire. Like we can say Roman or whoever it could be will retire Cena. <clears throat> so it makes it like an interesting chain of events. Yeah, somebody's always putting some. But see, that, and again, as much as I like Undertaker and I hope that he's well, that was, it was very emotional and a very big deal, but it's like Undertaker's been retired already. Yeah, and that, that was why when they first started teasing this whole thing, I was part of me was like, I don't want to see Undertaker come back. Yeah. Because the, the way that... And the, the Roman match was not good. You no, know, he I'm looked. Not, I'm not going to sh- sugarcoat it. Like, he looked like shit. Mm-hmm. But the, the whole symbolic thing with him leaving the trench coat and the hat in the ring and then, you know standing on the stage and it dropping him down into the ground and then you hear one last gong to me that should have been the end yeah and it was undertaker giving the the yard to roman and that should have been the end of it Mm -hmm. because i thought for sure he was going to headline the hall of fame this year yeah i felt like especially showing up at raw 25 or something i'm like all right well he's here we know he's still good to go or like you know he's still alive or whatever so yeah i thought he was going to be like to make, I mean, maybe next year. I don't know. Like, I thought he was done. Yeah, I'm with you. I thought he was done. I'm like, all right, put him in the Hall of Fame. Um, I would have preferred that John Cena retire just because I was more interested in watching that match. But I don't know. It's, 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 it's weird. I mean, I'll watch. It's Undertaker, and if he looks good, it's fine. But it is weird how they kind of just – I guess that's why they're going with the American Badass thing because they're like, it's not technically Undertaker. I don't know. Yeah. We'll I, see I'm, what they do. I'm not really sure. But my thought is they're not going to have an actual match. It'll just be like an extended segment. Mm-hmm. Like maybe Cena will you know, somehow get into the ring and he'll end up saying like one more comment about the Undertaker, and that will be what causes him to come out. Like you'll you'll hear the gong, but then they'll start playing the American Badass song. Yeah, and then Undertaker comes out on the. And plus, uh, a couple of weeks ago, whenever Cena fought Kane. I don't know, no one really said anything about this, but Coach actually dropped the comment, we don't know what version of The Undertaker we could see. Yeah. That, to me, also said that he's not going to come back as, you know, the dead man. Yeah, no, they're, they're definitely, I like your idea of them having a segment and then setting it up for next year. But either way, it's, it's going to be, not The Undertaker we know, so that Undertaker was retired. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that'll be a match. I think it'll definitely be something. There's no way that they've let Cena go on and on and like this for it's not. It's clearly going to be something. So we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But yeah, that's the WrestleMania 34 card at 13 matches. That's it's going to be a lot of wrestling this week because we've got yeah. the. Well, this will come out on Thursday. We'll have the Hall of Fame on Friday. We'll have uh, NXT, NXT takeover on Saturday, and then Mania on Sunday. 
And then again, anyone who's interested in listening to this for WrestleMania, watch that NXT because, man, that's going to be good. I haven't really caught up on NXT as far as like storylines go, but I'm definitely going to watch the show because all, all the takeovers I've seen have been good. Yeah, they'll, they'll recap you with a, a four-minute promo, and you'll know. But just like Ricochet's in NXT, dude, like that's all you need to know. Yeah. Well, I even remember, you know, me, you, and Nick talking. The one I remember the most was, I think, Survivor Series, not this past year, but the one before. I remember that takeover just blew Survivor Series out of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you seen? Did you see the one before the Rumble? Uh, some of it. Okay, say so watch the last two matches, Aleister Black and Adam Cole, and then Johnny Gargano and Cien Almost. Those are the two, some of the two best matches of the year. It's like them and then like Kenny Omega and Okada. It's like those four matches are the best of the year. No, I'll have to I'll have to go back and watch those two. But no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know, I mean, I, I'll tell people. I'll always look at the Attitude Era as the best era of wrestling as far as, like, my lifetime goes, but there's still things to enjoy about it today. I mean, it's a completely different product, but, you know, it's, it's to me, it's still good for the most part. I still enjoy watching it every week. Yeah. So, uh, I believe that that's going to do it. So, um, it was good, uh, it was good talking uh, WrestleMania with you, sir. Yeah, for sure. Missed talking about it, so it's uh, no problem at all. Oh, and... Just say, Raw after WrestleMania, Johnny Gargano's showing up. So then we'll have two Daniel Bryans. We'll have a Daniel Bryan on Raw and a Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. We, we didn't even... Oh, yeah, we for, completely forgot that. Raw after WrestleMania predictions. Uh, one of mine is um, Samoa Joe returns, and he'll challenge Roman for the Universal title. I'm all about that. I love Samoa Joe. He's so good. That sucks he keeps getting hurt around WrestleMania. But that is my guy. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. We have Joe coming back. Have Gargano showing up in either 205. I feel like he should be on like Raw, but he might be a 205 guy. Either way, Johnny is Johnny wrestling is is, is so over. Um yeah. you might get like an Alistair Black maybe coming up because he's been they've been working Alistair forever. Yes. But you know he could he could win that title Saturday. I don't know. There's there's definitely gonna be some interesting call ups. Um but I'm with you like Joe showing back up and then I think Gargano's gonna be like the big one. So Maybe Enzo showing back up from his injury. Maybe Jeff. I think Jeff's probably good because he was in that ultimate deletion. Yeah, he has been cleared. So, so I, think, we're, I think we'll see a big return. Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how far along Dean is, but maybe. I don't know. Well, there's a lot of people who have been injured we've forgotten about who could all come back. So, I mean, they're always good. From what I read, Dean suffered a setback, so he has to have a second surgery. Okay. Because I would have loved if he came back and just was like a badass psycho heel. Yeah, because again, that whole S.H.I.E.L.D. thing that they were building up before I got hurt, I was like, it's going to be S.H.I.E.L.D., they're going to be good, and then he's going to turn on them. Yeah. And that'll be a WrestleMania match. But, got hurt, things happen. Yeah, Owen, you know, Jason Jordan will be back too, which I, I will say, I was starting to, he was starting to grow on me before he got hurt. Yeah. I like, I think he's a, he's good as a wrestler, but then it's just like, here's this big buff dude, and we're just going to, the whole Kurt Angle thing, him being his son. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But I like Jason Jordan as a wrestler. So, But I think what they were going to do is like have him be arrogant and like... I thought it was going to be him and Seth at WrestleMania. Like He's going to be arrogant and just like cost him his titles. And Seth gets hurt and beat up because of him. And then that set that up. But 
you know, again, a lot of injuries. A lot of people could be coming back. So it's always around WrestleMania. People don't ever get hurt any other time of the year. Yeah. One thing I wish that they would do with Jason Jordan, I think they will, have him basically reveal that he was lying about the whole Kurt Angle, like being Kurt Angle's son, just to get moved to Raw and be put in a better spot. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's how you salvage that whole thing. Because, like, to me, people were talking about how bad he is on the microphone. To me, it was almost like a he's so bad that it's good type thing. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Yeah, no. I'm with you. I like Jason Jordan. I mean, again, I also like 99% of all wrestlers on the face of the planet, so I'm probably not the best person to ask. (laughs) Well, who do you not like? I mean, it's just like, it'll be like some... Like, I don't like Brock for, like, two months out of the year, and the rest of the time I like him. I don't know. I'm weird like that. No, it's all good. It's <laughs> all good. But, uh, yeah, again, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking the time. And we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to do this again at some other point, maybe like a, like a SummerSlam preview or something. Yeah, man, just let me know. My thanks again to Adam Gumbert for coming on the show to talk WrestleMania 34. It was great catching up with him, and hopefully we'll get to do a SummerSlam preview show in August. Next week, we're going to transition from the world of wrestling to food and leadership training. I know that's a really weird combination, but I'll be chatting with Bert Thornton, the vice chairman emeritus of Waffle House. I had the pleasure of uh, hearing one of his speaking engagements late last year and got to have him come on the show and talk about his life, his career, and some of his leadership tips. So if you're into that sort of thing, definitely come back and check out next week's episode. But until then, you can check out past episodes at iTunes, Spotify, all podcasting platforms. Just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. You can also follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcast. But that's going to do it for this week's show. Enjoy WrestleMania, the Hall of Fame, NXT TakeOver. It's a great weekend if you're a wrestling fan. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.